It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. For the fourth consecutive year, we're seeking applications for Georgia's pre-K program Teachers of the Year. Since 2016, we've recognized a winner from a local public school system and a winner from a private child care center. And, Commissioner, this is one small way to recognize the outstanding contributions of teachers in this nationally recognized early childhood education program. You know, you think about Governor Zell Miller starting this program in 1992 with 750 students, and now just look at us today. I know, over 80,000 students, and that's been consistent, gosh, for over a decade, I would say. Um, I can't imagine that he he had that vision for 80,000 students, and I think he'd be proud um, looking back to see how successful it is. And not just that we serve 80,000 students, um, but that we know that there are good outcomes for those students as well, that we're doing our job and preparing them for kindergarten. So he's left quite a legacy that we always like to celebrate. Joining us today to talk about the Teacher of the Year recognition is Megan McNeil, Summer Transition and Outreach Manager for Georgia's Pre-K program, along with our very special guest, and that's our 2018-2019 Teachers of the Year, Becky Hayden and Stephanie Westhafer. And uh, Megan, how did the program actually get started? We started having discussions years before we actually implemented the Teacher of the Year program um, and never had anyone really with their job title to have this as a role. So my position was created, and one of the goals I had for my position was to start the Teacher of the Year program and kind of get it up and running. The first year was 2016-2017, and the actual Teacher of the Year program was made possible by Stephanie Blank and her Nasirian Foundation. So it was exciting that we had the financial support to be able to do this program and that we had someone in a dedicated role to support the program like myself. Mm-hmm. I know the Department of Education has had a Teacher of the Year, I guess, for K-12 through for a number of years. We've come along, and ours is a little unique because we have one teacher from a private program and one from the public schools um, because pre-K is kind of evenly split between those two. Right. And that's kind of neat that you bring that up because actually um, one of the things I first did when I started the program was to meet with the person who was in charge of the Teacher of the Year program at DOE. Her name is Keisha Ford and she kind of became my buddy and and (laughs) helped me kind of navigate the process. And we tried to mirror our process with the Teacher of the Year program for pre-K very closely to what they were doing with the DOE program K through 12. Um, And the neat thing is, is I actually sit now on Keisha's um, board for review viewing applications um, and selecting their winners. And then she actually sits on my committee to review applications and help select the winners. Oh, how about that? We've kind of partnered up and have been working together for multiple years now around Teacher of the Year efforts. And their winner can be really any grade. Yes, Between K through 12. And they've had some really super people. They have. They've had some excellent people. I I think it's great you guys are working together Yeah, yeah. I don't feel so bad about stealing it now. (laughs) We didn't steal it. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kind of expanding on it into the pre-K world. So tell us how teachers around the state can apply for the program. I know the applications are out there now. Yes. So the applications are available on the DECAL website. Um, They're on the homepage as well as the Teacher of the Year page. So they can go and visit either place and just need to download the application and uh, fill it out from there. The application um, is available from now until March 4th. So they have a few more weeks to go ahead and fill that out. 
We've also been trying to promote it um, a little bit more this year. So we've got um, emails that we've sent out to our pre-K teachers. We have emails we've sent out to the pre-K project directors and then have asked our pre-K consultants to really spread the word about how great this Teacher of the Year program is when they're out on their visits and through their email contacts. And you say the response has been very good this year. Yeah, we've had a really good response. It seems to get better every year, and I think we're able to talk about all the neat things the past Teachers of the Year have done, the financial money that they get, um, you know, as a winner for their classroom, for their personal use. So there's some really great things that come along with being Teacher of the Year, um, and we're really trying to advertise that out there in the field. All right, what do they get? Financially, what do they get? So um, we've also increased that a little bit since the beginning. But this year, our winners received a $2,500 each for a classroom makeover, and they can spend that any way they want. So um, a lot of their classrooms are already really nice, so they can go above and beyond and purchase (laughs) those things they never thought they'd get a chance to buy in pre-K. And then they actually got $3,000 a piece for their personal um, use, and And they received a check from us for that. And that's from the from Georgia the, Foundation yes. for Early Care and Learning, which is now supporting the yes. 3K Teachers of the Year. And I think you guys are pretty strict about don't use that 3000 yes. in your classroom. Absolutely. Pamper um, yourself. Yes. And actually, our finalists also receive uh, money. They receive a $500 check when we go out. So we have six finalists that will be recognized in May of this year. And when we visit, one of the things they receive is $500 just for being recognized as a finalist. And we also tell them not to use that money in their classroom, but many of them have gone and bought things for their classrooms, we've been told, because they want to you know, do something nice for their class. You know, you can take the teacher out of the classroom, but you can't take the Absolutely. classroom out of the teacher. <laughs> so I think that's terrific. So what are the qualifications to apply? So the qualifications are also listed in the application. So if you have any questions about specific qualifications, you could look in that application that's on our website. But we do have some things I would like to highlight. And one is very important is you must currently be employed as a pre-K teacher in Georgia's pre-K program. You also must have three years prior experience as a Georgia's pre-K teacher. Um, and, And we do verify that through our um, internal um, process. So you want to make sure that you're meeting that three-year requirement. You must also meet all credential requirements um, of pre-K. So you have to be um, a certified lead teacher in the classroom or have a four-year degree to be teaching in Georgia's pre-K. So that's an important piece as well. Um, Then there's some other things that you must plan to continue to teach next school year. We wouldn't want to (laughs) identify or select somebody who is maybe thinking of not coming back next year. So important that you know that you want to participate next year as well. And that you're also comfortable serving as an ambassador of the pre-K program, which includes a lot of traveling, public speaking, having observations completed in your classroom, and just being out there as a face of pre-K. All right. Well, that's great. And the application... Fairly easy to fill out? Fairly easy to fill out, yes. There's um, an information page that you fill out about yourself, where you went to school, how long you've been working as a pre-K teacher, um, information that your project director or principal would need to sign off on, allowing you to be able to um, apply to be a teacher. And then there are five questions um, that we ask that you fill out and fill out in detail because that's how the applications are scored and evaluated. So we do want the actual teacher to fill out the application. You can recommend this to a friend who's a teacher, maybe download it yourself, take it to them and say, you need to do this. Yes, absolutely. And then get their uh, their involvement. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Well, we want to hear firsthand what it's like to be the pre-K teacher of the year. And currently serving in the roles of pre-K teachers of the year are Becky Hayden, from Mulberry Creek Elementary School in Harris County, and Stephanie Westhafer from Georgia Kids Academy. And ladies, it's great to have you 
uh, with us today and uh, here to kind of reflect on the year that you've had. Becky, what's this experience been like for you so far, and how have your kids responded to all this attention? This experience has been so exciting for me this year from being in the Atlanta Christmas Parade and making such a dear friend and Stephanie and oh the laughter we shared that day and the excitement that we both had for pre-k and for the experience I'll always treasure um, I enjoyed my experience at the governor's mansion and and first lady deal giving us a personal tour that was a day I'll never forget um, media day will probably be the day that goes down Um, in my memory, in my actual classroom, to have to document every single thing that we do was so exciting. My children in my classroom still come up to me and say, oh, can we take a picture and share this? Can you take a picture and share this? They have been so excited and um, enjoyed the experience as much as I have. My parents that I've had over the years have come back to see me, and I was actually able to take a picture with all of my students who are still enrolled at Mulberry Creek Elementary, and that is a photograph that I will always treasure um, to see their little faces all grown up and get those hugs from them and to know that, you know, I was selected for this because of my love I have for pre-K and for what I do. And I've put so much of myself, my heart and my energy in it over the years that it has just been so exciting and such a blessing. And I'm just so honored um, to have this experience. And Stephanie, how about you? Wow. Yes, this has been a really neat experience. And um, I think the word I would use to describe it, especially at the beginning, was just surreal. Um, It's like nothing I've ever been involved with before. Um, And for my kids, um, when they came to make the announcement, of course, I think they were a little confused at first. Um, It was a lot to take in. Um, But they were so excited, especially when Callie came. That was definitely the highlight of their day. Um, But we've talked about it a little bit and just um, talked about getting an award and how they would feel. And um, it's just been really neat to see them get excited when I tell them that I'm going to be out and what I'm going to be doing and kind of involving them in that process. Um, It's been really neat to see their reactions and their support, um, not only from them, but from the parents as well. I would say um, for me and the experience, um, getting interviewed for the paper was pretty cool. And then having people recognize me around town and ask if I was the lady in the paper, that was also a really um, neat, different experience that I never had before. Um, I would say my favorites of what I've done while being Teacher of the Year were definitely the parade and going to the Governor's Mansion. Um, at the parade, um, I got to meet Becky for the first time, and I love her. Um, it was so neat to kind of talk through and see how many things we have in common and to just hear about her experiences in the public sector. Um, and then, of course, the Governor's Mansion and spending time with First Lady Sandra Deal. I mean, there's nothing else I can say. She's amazing. Just talking to her about um, early childhood education and just her thoughts and the things that she's done um, to be an advocate. Um, I just really respect her. I would say all in all, every single thing that I've done has been an amazing experience for me. A lot of learning opportunities, spending time with my consultant. It's just really been a roller coaster of wonderful emotions. One of the best things I've ever done in my life. Becky, I heard a great story about your younger sister participating in one of the first Georgia's pre-K classes and the impact that had on you and your plans, I think, for college. Tell us about that. My little sister, DJ, was actually part of the first pre-K class at Park Elementary in Hamilton, Georgia, where I'm from. And 
my mom, you see, she started over. She had one start high school, one start college, and one start pre-K all the same year. And my little sister was my girl. I took her everywhere with me when I was in high school. And leaving for college was so hard, but I did. And I would sneak back every chance I got to come see her. And she would call me every day at 2.30 so we could watch Barney together. And now she had to hear it in the background playing. And I had to sing the songs with her. And I would, you know, call her and I would read her bedtime stories. Well, this one in particular, day I snuck back home early so I could go and see her at school and I went to visit her pre-k class and I still remember the story it was Mrs. Spider's tea party and I sat there reading to those 20 little ones you know first time other than reading to my sister and I was doing all the voices that I did when I read to her and just seeing their eyes light up and their faces and their expressions and how excited they were and how they wanted to talk about the story it just it made such an impact on my heart and on me um, I wanted to do that. I went back to school the next day and I, I met with my counselor. And I told her, I said, I've decided I want to change my major. I want to be a teacher. I called my mom and, and she laughed and she said, well, it's about time. And she reminded me how when I was a little girl, I would always play with my baby dolls and I would line them up and I would have school. I would do them little report cards and play games. The same things that, you know, I did with my little sister playing with her. And it's just been a passion ever since. Um, I don't look at it as a job. It's my calling. It's what I'm meant to do. Um, I love their excitement for learning. I love how every day is a new experience. And I just believe that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and pre-K is where I'm supposed to be. Stephanie, your story is a little different. You were a stay-at-home mom uh, who decided to go back to school and get your degree. Tell us about that. Yes, my um, my journey to teaching is probably not the typical story. Um, it actually started a long time ago. And when I was in high school, I took a career assessment and teacher was the number one response, which really surprised me. And I actually laughed at that. Um, I was determined to go into the math field and do something in architecture or finance. Um, so I actually did finance for a number of years and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really fulfilled. And I always end up in some kind of um, training or teaching position, but yet it just wasn't really exciting. Um, by chance, I ended up um, staying home with my children and we had to homeschool at one point when my husband was transferring jobs and we moved around a bit and that was a really cool experience. Um, I learned a lot about education and um, having to develop things on my own because I was home with my kids and um, they would always laugh at me because I would say, wow, I, I don't, didn't remember that. That's something new that I learned today. I was learning alongside them and it kind of just reinvigorated my love of learning at that point. Um, and then I was actually the children's director at a church and I was working with volunteers and developing plans for Sunday lessons. And I just started to think, you know, maybe this education thing um, wasn't such a bad idea. So when my mom would have been with us um, a few years later, um, because she had been sick and I was helping take care of her, um, I was at home and didn't have a whole lot to do because my kids were in school. So I thought, why not go back to school? So I actually found a great opportunity through Liberty University to um, do education online and be home with my mom. And that enabled me to finish my degree. And then while I was doing that, I was also substitute teaching um, in the public schools and at a private school at Georgia Kids Academy. And while I was there, um, I actually decided to switch from elementary to early childhood education because I just saw how awesome it was to see these kids go from babies to big kids in a year. And just they were just like little sponges. So I got really excited 
about that and ended up finishing my degree and then went on to do my master's from that. And I'll tell you, this this learning thing is a really cool experience, not only for me, but um, for my kids as well. And I find that I learn as much from them um, as I have being in school. Becky, I know both of you have gone out with our pre-K consultants and visited other classrooms in your area. What were some of the takeaways, best practices from uh, those experiences? I was actually fortunate enough to get to spend two days with um, my consultant, Alex, and going to visit some centers once in the fall and once recently. And both times, it was just so exhilarating and, and refreshing um, to see the excitement of other teachers doing what they love and how they present subject matters to the, to the same age students that I'm working with every day. It was so neat. Um, one of my favorite was probably seeing a full morning meeting being completely digital from the message board to the calendar, their daily count, even presenting their small groups that they were in for small group time. She had everything done digitally and was able to share it on her smart board. That was definitely something I'm taking back into my classroom and try. Um, I've got to see many different small group activities, some wonderful things happening, and it's great to see activities and lessons that were presented at training that teachers are doing and their take on it. Um, it's just been really exciting um, to see, and especially classroom layouts. You know, I've been in my classroom 19 years now, and a different way of presenting the materials and organizing the room. And, you know, I want to go back in my room and change things up and, and try some different things from what I've seen because there's some great things going on out there. And it's just exciting experience. And Stephanie, what about your experience visiting other classrooms? My ride-along with Michelle Allen was such a great learning experience. Um, I really enjoyed spending time with her and learning from her um, and just finding out more about the history of pre-K. She's been involved for so many different years in different capacities, and which is really interesting to hear all of that and see how many um, changes we've gone through and how we've just gotten better over time. Um, I also enjoyed meeting the other teachers um, and experiencing pre-K in the public school environment. Um, although I had had some substitute teacher opportunities in that, it was just really cool to be like a fly on the wall, just watching what was going on in the classrooms. And all of the teachers were so nice. Um, it was interesting to discuss new ideas with them, um, to watch their strategies and to see their resources, um, how they handle classroom management just really neat to be in that environment and be able to learn things from other people that are kind of focused on the same goals that I have as well in my own classroom. Um, it was also really neat to see that um, we do a lot of the same things. Um, it's, it's affirming to know that, um, to kind of look at that and say, hey, that, that might not be so, so bad an idea. I've seen it in these other classrooms too. Um, I will say as well that although I wasn't with my kids that day, it was really neat to see that um, the dynamics of pre-K classrooms are kind of the same no matter where you go. Um, you just kind of have this mishmash group of kids that are just all amazing in their own special ways. So it was nice, um, even though I wasn't with my kids, to still be around the littles that day. And I just have to say, learning from others, I think, is such a great opportunity um, it's something that I look to do with the teachers that um, I have at my own school, and um, I would just love to see more opportunities for all of us to continue to learn from each other and to share our great ideas, things that work, and even things that don't, um, so that we can help build each other up and help each of our classrooms be better just from um, taking the great ideas of others and putting them to use in our own classrooms. Stephanie, what would you say to someone who's out there listening today, maybe considering 
applying for Teacher of the Year? To those who are considering applying for Teacher of the Year, I would just tell them, just do it. Um, For myself, it took some prompting from people that saw more in me than I saw in myself. But for those who just know that they love pre-K, they love teaching, and they want to contribute and make a difference, I I would tell them, share yourself. Um, This is just such a great growing experience. It's more amazing than you can ever imagine. You're going to experience things that you wouldn't be able to unless you apply and get your name in the hat. But I also say to those um, other teachers and maybe to the pre-K directors and the principals and the pre-K consultants, if you notice someone, breathe a little belief into them like I needed breathed into me. Um, Tell them that you see what they're doing, that you see them making a difference, you see them taking initiative and kind of prompt them. Maybe that's all they need um, to have that belief and fill out that application. And to everyone who is applying, I, I just wish you well. And Becky, what would you say? I would tell someone who's considering applying that they should do it. They should take a chance. They should believe in themselves. They should want to share their excitement that they have for pre-K and for what they do. They should want to show what they've been doing in their classroom that's been successful and making a difference in the lives of four-year-olds. It has been a wonderful experience for me. I've loved every moment of it, and I have been so honored to represent Georgia Pre-K and to get to show what I've been doing for all these years and and my passion and my love. And I just, I just think you should do it. I just think that anyone who thinks that they are doing the best that they can do in a Georgia pre-K classroom should take a chance, um, put, put, put it out there so that they can get the recognition that they deserve because this is not an easy job. We put so much into it, so much of ourselves every day into these little ones. And um, it's nice to be recognized for that. And Georgia pre-K teachers deserve to be recognized for all that they're doing and all they're giving. Well, ladies, thank you both for serving this year. Any final comments uh, at all? I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the opportunity that I've had this year as Georgia Pre-K Teacher of the Year for public schools. Thank you for the opportunity to travel and to to see different classrooms and to meet the governor's wife. And such an honor that was. And I look forward to what the rest of the year holds. But thank you so much for this honor and for just a wonderful experience. We also want to give a shout out to our 2017-2018 Pre-K Teachers of the Year. Uh, Megan mentioned, I think, earlier Jody McNamara and Nathan Leatherwood and our 2016-2017 Pre-K Teachers of the Year, Chani Frazier and Connie Ellington. And uh, I know they all were terrific representatives. Yeah, they were. We have had some wonderful teachers who it's nice because they're still involved with us. With us. They actually help and come back and read and score applications for Teachers of the Year for the next year. So it's been great, and um, they've really enjoyed their time as the Teacher of the Year. I mentioned to Susan. And when she was here the last time, we probably need a Teacher of the Year Hall of Fame or yes, something. Yes, we probably need to do that. <laughs> I'll momentous. work on that. Yeah, that would be cool. Somewhere in the building. We don't have space for hardly anything anymore, but maybe we can get a Hall of Fame. So, Megan, the application's available on our website. Again, what's the deadline? Yeah, so again, the application's available on the DECAL homepage, um, also available on the Teacher of the Year um, page on under the Georgia's Pre-K program. It's available until Monday, March 4th. Um, the application must be submitted by mail and postmarked by 5 o'clock on that day to be eligible for the program. So, and then uh, the process after that? 
So that once applications are received, um, we actually have a panel of outside readers. Mm-hmm. So nobody that actually works for Bright from the Start reviews or scores these applications. But we do have a panel of folks that have been doing this for years for me that actually will review and score the applications. And the finalists are chosen based on those scores. Um, once the finalists are chosen, we will go out and announce those finalists in May of 2019. And then after that, um, there's a process that the finalists will go through um, with some observations in the classroom, some videotaping of their classroom, and coming into the Atlanta office for a face-to-face interview. And throughout those three things, then that's how we will choose our winners, which will be announced in September of 2019. Getting ready for pre-K week in October. Yes. So that's very exciting. All right. Well, uh, everybody take advantage of this. Applications now on the website at decal.ga.gov. And for more information, you can contact Megan, our Summer Transition Program and Outreach Coordinator at Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, dot McNail, M-C-N-A-I-L, at decal.ga.gov. Or you can call her at 770-357-4911. That's 770-357-4911. 4911. Megan, thanks for being with us today. Good luck in finding our next Teachers of the Year. Great. Thank you so much for having me, and we're super excited. So, everybody apply. Now, your questions from the water cooler. My name is Gabrielle Phillips, and I work with marketing and outreach. And I'd like to ask her with the inauguration of our new governor, does she see any major program changes for DECAL? So great question. Uh, It's always a question that I get pretty often when any new governor comes in or always wondering and anxious about if he will make any changes. I don't anticipate any changes for us at DECAL. I do think um, that Governor Kemp will continue to be supportive of the work that we do here at DECAL. He's told me he's a big supporter of early learning, and um, I have complete confidence that he will continue to support us in that work. We're glad you're continuing, by the way, as commissioner yes. of the Georgia Department Yeah, I'm Department very excited to have that opportunity to work for Governor Kemp uh, as well. So good things coming for early learning in Georgia. And congratulations to our recent winners in the Decal Download Quiz. Rob O'Callaghan and Shannon Ricardo won pairs of tickets to visit the world of Coca-Cola at Centennial Park in downtown Atlanta. Amanda Tarpley won four tickets for a visit to the Center for Puppetry Arts in Midtown Atlanta. So what about you? It's your turn to be our next winner. Just email the correct answer to this question to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name from all the correct responses. Here's this week's question. Name one of our two Georgia Pre-K Teachers of the Year for 2018-2019. Name one of our two Georgia Pre-K Teachers of the Year for 2018-2019. You could win a very nice prize. Good luck, and thanks for playing. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.